Brian and Nick tonight going through old nostalgic just pictures and clips of uh, old NCAA football games, Brian. I cannot wait for that thing to come back. Now I'm just going down that. You ever go down those YouTube rabbit holes? It happens to me all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the last national championship I won was with um, Notre Dame, actually. I was boring. I mean, I, I it would be like Western Illinois for me, you know, like Tulsa, Tulane. I would like to take over the small schools where you'd have to, like, turn the program around. You wouldn't be able to recruit all the five stars yet. But then when I got a little bit older, I got a little bit lazier. <laughs> it's, well, you know, like now it's uh, – it's, I, I, yeah, I'm with you, though. I'm curious to see what it's going to look like compared to Madden, right? Like, you're going to bring out something new. You make it something look different because guess what? All eyes are on this. People love to see it, but you know, as Twitter always is or anything in social media, people are going to look to rip whatever they can. Oh, this should have been better. They should have done this this way. People are just never happy. They're going to be complaining. Yeah, like it said, you said it's not, it's not to be a Madden clone, Scott says. Okay, we'll see. I hope so because you know how people are going to get Madden They're going to be happy to see it. Yeah, Madden has uh, Madden has fallen off the map. It's it's very very sad. I love a competitive like a competitor for Madden. So you know because yeah, that's going to be the first thing people say is it's just like Madden, and they'll complain. And uh, somebody that knows a lot about complainers, Sean Morash jumping on with us. Of course, you hear him with Evan and Tiki, WFAN, BetQL uh, as well. I, I how is how has this season been for you, Sean? We actually haven't had you on in a while, which disappoints me. We're going to have to fix that. Uh, I know New York fans are obviously very calm, cool, collected. Uh, Jets and Giants seasons this year, I'm going to assume, were you know, just another normal, everybody's okay, thinking about the future, really excited about the, the direction of these teams, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was perfect. First of all, Ryan, a lot of fun at parties going with Notre Dame to win his national championships at NCAA football game. My team. What a loser. Uh, I mean, get serious. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it was, it was as rational a football season as you could expect. Uh, for the first time in forever, this loser football city that we live in had expectations for both teams, uh, only to realize that Aaron Rodgers, the king of losers, was coming. He got hurt right away, and Daniel Jones followed it up by being a loser himself and getting hurt. So it was real rational. And because of that, we have now rallied here and talked ourselves into a city where we think we are on the verge of three parades ourselves with the Knicks, Rangers, and Yankees. So you could tell we're really, uh, we're really thinking succinctly here. All right. So, Sean, even though you took that little shot at me, number one, Notre Dame is my team. I had already rebuilt every program in America, including the Western Illinois Leathernecks. It was time- Ryan, let me just ask you something real quick. I know you're a Midwest guy. Is this because, like, you're Irish? Because I, there's no bigger loser move in America than, oh, my dad uh, was Irish, so I'm, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I mean, get serious. No. Like, if you watch the movie Rudy, even, right? Like, when he goes up to Rudy. Yeah, I'm like, right. The most overrated brother, sports movie like, of all time. You know, even Coach Gillespie said you were, a, well, like, that's my that's my grandfather. My grandfather was Gordy Gillespie. So, like, a lot of his players went to Notre Dame. And then I just went there to cheer him on. Mm. And, yes, I am Irish. And I'm also Catholic. Mm. So, it's just, and I'm from the Midwest. So, I didn't really have a choice. Anyway, mm. hey, Sean, uh, you got a new show coming out. It's uh, the BetQL uh, Yes, that's right. Weekend. What can we come to expect Sundays, 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, now that football Great way to segue over. that away from you, Ryan. We're, well we're done, not my quite there well done. baseball yet. So, so I guess what I'm asking you, Sean, what the hell is the show about? All right, well, per- perfect. By the way, the show will air 9 to noon Eastern, as you mentioned, on uh, on BetQL. And this, you've just stated you're Catholic, so I'm assuming Ryan will never be a guest on the show. expect you constantly in church, <laughs> you fraud. 
beyond that, I, I, a new co-host this year, Pat Boyle, who's near and dear to my heart, uh, works over at WFN and CBS Sports Radio. He's making his BetQL debut here. Uh, he's we call him Patty Parlays. He's awesome. Uh, he's a he's a bros bro, also a Notre Dame guy. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna chop it up do a lot of variety of stuff. We're going to try to get real interesting in baseball season two, do a little more deeper dive with props and all that. But honestly, it's going to be a lot of reacting to what happened throughout the week, Saturday nights, and a lot of laughs, I think, along the way with, uh, you know, some best bets mixed in as only we could do. I'm not going to sit there and bore myself for three hours. Uh, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just go to my kids' dance recitals on Sunday morning. So that is that is the plan. I think we're going to have a blast. And, uh, yeah, we get things cooking this week, although perfectly timed. I'm already off week one one of the show, (laughs) so I won't be there until week two because I'm going to an outdoor hockey game at MetLife State. Next thing you know, you'll be hosting BetMGM tonight. Sorry, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Insert joke there. Got it. Uh, Yep. If you know, you know. Uh, How much food will you be eating on this show during the show? Oh, first of all, we have a, a segment at the top of each hour called Hot Takes and Hot Cakes. It's basically how you serve your breakfast with some kind of hot take. I like to incorporate uh, a little bit of breakfast at the, at the top of each one visually, of course. So Sunday mornings, for the most part, are my carb breakfast. My wife is a master on the griddle on Sunday mornings with the kids. So whatever she's throwing out there, pancakes, waffles, egg sandwiches, stuff like that. Uh, there's going to be a, probably a lot of cheese and a lot of uh, droopy syrup and butter hanging from my face at the top of every hour during that show. So, of course, uh, you know me, guys. Look, food is always going to be incorporated, and we're going to find a way to do it. And honestly, I've uh, kind of grown up a little bit since going afternoon drive on WFA, and I do a lot of that intermittent fasting during the week, not to brag. you know. We know I'm a muscular type person as it is. But Sunday mornings is where I get my breakfast on. I really don't eat breakfast all week, so I go big or go home on Sunday mornings. I you see you're also so looking for a tailgate. You got the stadium series yeah. coming up this weekend. We got the Rangers and the Islanders. Who do you like and where are you partying right. at? Well, so I'm very fortunate to have some club seats. So I'm going to be enjoying the warmth between periods and a little before the game tricking there. But yeah, I got uh, I threw a little flyer out. I'm going to link up with some local listeners, hit a couple tailgates before the game. And who do I like? The Rangers are cruising along about to win their sixth straight. The Islanders are fumbling along with their coach, Patrick Waugh. Uh, I love the Rangers in that game. I'm going to obviously sprinkle in some anytime goal scores as I figure out what's what and where the line combinations go because the Rangers suffered a big injury tonight. But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a big party, man. And really a cool event all weekend long uh, as hockey tries to take advantage of the NBA and the All-Star weekend with, you know, a, a night game between the Devils and Flyers and then in the same stadium turning it around Sunday afternoon, both games on ABC with the Rangers and Islanders. So hockey, who desperately tries to seek attention, trying to showcase a little bit in the Northeast. I think it's going to be a fun, fun weekend in MetLife with a lot of drinking for fans. Hey, I know we joked about, obviously, New York football this year, but at least on the the NBA side of things, there's one team that's not only relevant, but, like, has serious expectations now in the Knicks. Uh, When you look at this Knicks team, do you see a team that can make legit noise in the playoffs? I'm not talking just, like, win a playoff series, but get at least to the Eastern Conference Finals. I do, and full disclosure, born and raised Net fan, born and raised Nick Hader, but even I have to like tip my cap. The team's a lot of fun. Obviously, what's happened the last week and a half, two weeks, really beyond that when Julius Randle 
got hurt on that Saturday afternoon is the injury bugs killed him. And, and Thibodeau has run the guys he's had left into the ground. Dante DiVincenzo had a hamstring injury a little bit. Uh, OG Ananobi's out probably till mid-March. And, you know, Jalen Brunson is playing a million minutes a night, spraining his ankle and whatnot. But when that core was healthy, I mean, they were as good as any team in the NBA, including beating the champion Denver Nuggets in their building, uh, wiping the floor with the Sixers when they were healthy. The Knicks are legitimately fun. Now, do I think they'd go to an NBA Finals and beat whoever remains out of the West, likely the Nuggets, in my opinion? No. But do I see any reason this team can't be basically the Miami Heat of last year or the Miami Heat in the bubble? No. Jalen Brunson's a flat-out dog and a guy that I think has emerged into a real MVP candidate, a guy who's a top-10 player in the NBA, in my opinion. It's crazy that you know to look back and think of him playing with Luka and the Mavs, but he is that good. It takes all the pressure off Randall, who they need to get back. And OG Ananobi was the perfect wing three shooter from the corner, play defense. The guy this team has missed. My only major question is Tib, uh, you know, Thibodeau's style of coaching. I, I'm just very concerned that his high minutes, he doesn't let these guys do any load management. I'm very concerned they're going to be worn down, and that's what's going to bite them. But I, I think we can all admit the East is as wide open as ever. I don't know how you trust the Bucks coached by Doc Rivers, and I don't know how you trust the Celtics, who still can't get over the hump. They have to prove it to me to begin with. I'm looking at the AL East uh, winner odds right now at BetMGM. Do you agree with the Yankees being plus 145, the favorites over the O's, Blue Jays, Rays, and Red Sox this year? So it's going to be a great division, clearly. Uh, the Yankees have to be all in with Soto. I still think pound for pound they are the best team. The Orioles scare me greatly, especially with, with Burns. But uh, who was it? Kramer went down today with the, with, uh, the, the slight tear in the UCL. I just think that any weakness you point at the Yankees, whether it's bullpen, whether it's rotation entering the season, I don't know how you look at any of those other teams, Jays, Orioles, and don't think the same. I think a major step back is and regression is coming for the Rays this year, although they always seem to be competitive, and I don't know how anybody likes what the Boston Red Sox have cooking. Again, they'll still hang around and be pesky. But, yeah, it would be actually, I think, a major disappointment if this Yankee team isn't one of the one, first or second best record getting out of that wild card round. There would be a big indictment on Brian Cashman. Health, obviously, always a big concern. But if you're going to roll out a lineup that's going to have Judge and Soto in whatever order protecting each other, it takes all the pressure off needing Giancarlo Stanton to be anything. Uh, I'm giddy on the Yankees this year. I think they could be really, really, really good. Are you worried at all about the Orioles? And not just the young talent they have, but now that they actually have an owner, that they have an owner that's probably going to actually spend money as opposed to that dope that was in charge before? No, no, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I think they are by far the biggest threat to the Yankees over the next five years in the AL East. I know we sat around and thought Toronto was going to be that, and they still have a really good young core, but it felt like they still haven't seized that moment. And the Red Sox will find their way eventually. But if the Orioles, after developing all this young talent, and now you throw in an owner that potentially can outspend anybody, including Steve Cohen in the, in the Mets, I, I – I kind of look at the Orioles as the beginning of that Astro dynasty only on steroids, for lack of a better term, because they'll have the finances behind it. Yeah, it scares the crap out of me, which is why I think the Yankees really need to be all in this year and take advantage. Uh, Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, that team is going to be a pain in the ass for baseball for a long time. What do you think the Giants do this offseason, like in the draft? I mean, like, because if you look at the NFC East, I still don't know that oh. Philadelphia is going to bounce back you know dallas is still bringing back mike mccarthy what do you think that they Dude, do like is... do you expect them to be relevant and, and at least like win nine to ten <sighs> games or no 
Well, it, uh, first of all, I think they have the right coach, and clearly them yeah. winning those games with Tommy DeVito proved that, but it comes down to quarterbacking, right? I mean, clearly they have offensive line issues. Every team's got that. They need some, they're not a perfect team by any means. But if they were picking in the top three of the draft and Joe Shane scouted all of these quarterbacks, Jaden Daniels, Drake, May, Caleb Williams, you know, mainly, uh, I would be a lot more ha- you know, happy and excited. At six, I'm very weary that they're going to get one of those three guys. Uh, and I just keep rolling in the back of my mind that Daniel Jones is another hit to the neck away from being completely done. Basically signed Jacoby Brissett and they spend the sixth pick on, you know, a Dunze who might be a great receiver, but it just feels like winning those games with Tommy DeVito and hey, the, the meatballs and the Parmesan. Uh, nobody wanted to, to acknowledge that they should have been tanking and it's probably going to screw them. But if they somehow ended up with Jaden Daniels or Drake May, to go with Brian Dable and I think what he could do with, you know, as a, as a quarterback guru kind of coach, I think the team could cause real damage. I keep having these visions of if they hit on quarterback, they have enough talent in place and the right coach to be the Texans of last year. But I don't know how you have confidence that they're going to get one of those quarterbacks. And it kind of feels like there might be a little bit of a redundancy plan in place. Sean, 90 seconds left. What's the, just the feel on Brian Dable as a head coach there in New York now? I think he still has won a lot of people over. You have a weird amount of people who want to kill him for certain decisions this year, but it's one year removed from being coach of the year. Somehow had the team not quit on him, scrapped together with a third-string quarterback, a bunch of wins. I think that he, for the most part, with the fan base and the media, feels like the least of the problems. And although that Wink Martindale stuff was weird, but you look around, Wink not getting another job at the NFL, I think that has helped Abel's cause. Uh, I think overall – people could see the shoe drop and then something happen. But I think overall people are pumped up and they feel like you need a coach and quarterback to win in this league. And they have half of that. I feel real confident that Dable's at least a top 10 coach in the NFL. All right. So you're missing the first week of the show. So we get you the following week. All <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so do we expect like a lot of college hoops on a Sunday as well? Could I, could, could, of course. I, could I like, well, can I tweet you guys? Can I tweet my questions like, yo, Sean, I need Rutgers or St. John's today. And uh, are you going to be able to give me yeah. some expert advice on college? Like, what's what's going to be your number one sport to focus on, would you say? Probably baseball? Well, first of all, I'm going to uh, – well, no, NBA still until that season ends. Player props are, are my specialty. College right. hoops, of course. Pat, Pat Boyle is a college hoop savant, too. That's what I'm really excited about himself. Now, by the way, St. John's is ass now with Patino, but – yeah, man, bring it on. And Ryan, by the way, please do. We might be begging for those questions the first two weeks as we try to launch the thing off the ground. <laughs> well, awesome. the first week, again, oh. you won't matter the first week because you won't be there anyway. So, you know, you worry about the second week let and then, them, you, know, yeah. you go from there. Let them, let Sean... them rot in hell. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Marash, WFAN, but more importantly, BetQL right. five-star weekend, Sunday, 9 to noon Eastern. Ryan, on Ryan church, bro. This week, next week. I will. Yeah. I'll say, Sean, Good I'll say sure. a prayer for Take you care. and your new show. For, for success. That is one of our favorite quotes on the show. Sean, you're the best. Uh, if anybody was watching on Twitter, if anybody was watching on Twitch or YouTube, one of the greatest headshots of all time was used. We just need to put it out on the internet because I need everybody to see this Dr. Evil version of Sean Mirage. Oh my God, it was amazing. It's Pet MGM the night.